The following audio is from Emmanuel Baptist Church. More information about Emmanuel is available at our website, www.myemmanuel.net. For unto us a child is born, a son is given, a son is given. Thank you so much for taking time uh, out of your Sunday to come join us. Um, we are so grateful that you are here. Um, seeing as it's Christmas time, uh, we're going to talk this morning about Jesus Christ and the real, uh, true meaning of Christmas. And so we're going to be in the book of John, chapter 1 today. If you, wanna, if you have your Bibles, if you don't, there should be a Bible in the seat back uh, near you. John, chapter 1. is where we're going to be this morning, starting in verse 9. As you're turning there, um, John chapter 1, verse 9, starts out with these three words. It says, the true light. And as we talk about Jesus and the meaning of Christmas, we're going to talk about uh, the concept of the true light this morning and how Jesus came to us, came to his own creation. Now, as I think about light, I, of course, think about waking up first thing in the morning. And if you're like me... Uh, you wake up and it's still dark, especially here in Montana in the dead of winter. Um, but I don't like to be woken up by a bright light. I mean, right now I've got these spotlights shining in my face and, you know, that's okay right now. But if my alarm clock just went off and I was supposed to get up and stare right into them, I, I might be blind for at least a while. So I like to wake up sort of with soft light. Usually the first light I see is my cell phone alarm. And then the next light after that, I I click on a little bedside lamp that has like a soft, dull yellow light. And then after that, I'm ready for the six 60-watt incandescent bulbs in my bathroom, Um, which which shine light all too well on me, probably better than I'd like it to. But then after those lights are turned on, our day is filled with light, isn't it? You know, we've got the light of the sun, of course. We've got fluorescent lights. We've got the lights of your computer, your cell phone. We've got the lights of your television. We've got the lights of stoplights, street lights, red lights, green lights, yellow lights, white lights, and so on. Matter of fact, this time of year, you like to drive around with your family and see Christmas lights, don't you? We did that the other night. It was great fun. The thing about light is it's really important to help us to see things clearly. You know, like the Legos on the floor that my children have strategically placed there to cause me pain and torture. When I flick on the light, I see them. Lights also communicate things to us. You know, they tell you to stop, to go, or to speed up, right? But the main thing they do is to help us to see clearly. And I hope this morning to help illuminate Christmas a little bit more for you today. You see, Christmas is not about materialism. It's not about presents. It's not about getting stuff. It's not about Christmas lights. Um, It's not about family. It's not about food. It's not about Santa Claus. It's about Jesus coming to earth to his own, to his own people his own creation. Christmas is about Jesus coming to earth for you. John chapter 1, starting in verse 9, says this, The true light, which gives light to everyone, 
was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Let me pray. Father, as we dive into your word this morning, I pray that your spirit will speak clearly. Lord, if if you don't speak to these people this morning and to myself included, what's the point? Help us to just push aside everything that we think Christmas is about, all of our cares, all of our troubles, that we focus on you, the true light, and that we'd spend time just gazing on you and your glory and, and the majesty of your plan of salvation. Father, please, please help us to understand more of who you are, how much you love us, and help us to step out in faith and apply these truths to our life and be obedient to what you've asked us to do. We praise you, we honor you, we glorify you. It's all about you. King of kings, Lord of lords. pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. There's three things this morning that I um, hope that you understand uh, from this passage of Scripture. John chapter 1, verse 9 starts with this, the true light. First thing I want you to understand is that Jesus is the true light. You see, I talked about all these other light sources that existed Okay, we've got, you know, fluorescent lights, computer lights, cell phone lights, okay? When you change a light bulb, you know that someday that light will fail. I see these light bulbs all along our stage. We have spotlights here, we have lights in the back, lights up here, lights up here. They will fail. You know that. And even the most sure source of light that we have on this earth, Revelation says the sun too will go dark. You see, there is no light in this world that you can rely on except Jesus Christ. You see, lights, they serve to get our attention, but they will fade. And we put our trust in many things on this earth too, don't we? We think they're our light, okay? Like our jobs, okay? Our relationships. We put our, we put our tr- faith and our trust in money, entertainment, but all that is false light. It will fade, it will fail, and it will let you down. Because it's all false light. Jesus Christ himself is the true light. John chapter 1, verse 9, the true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into this world. He was in the world, And the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. The second thing I want to highlight from this passage is that the true light came to this world. This is the story of Christmas. Now think about this. Jesus Christ was present at creation. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. And yet, Jesus Christ chose to empty himself of his power and come to earth 
as a newborn baby. God the Father, his plan for salvation for you and me was to take his only son and to put him to such a lowly place as an infant. Think about how innocent and helpless an infant is. How long would an infant survive on its own if nobody takes care of it? A couple of days? At most? But this is God's plan. Now, let me ask you this question. How many of you would be willing to take one of your children and give it up to somebody else to raise it? Here, take my child and raise it. And yet, that was God's plan. He gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to Mary and Joseph, who had never had any kids before. I mean, these were first-time parents. You've seen first-time parents. You've been first-time parents, okay? You're like, I didn't have a clue what we were doing. I'm surprised the kids survived, right? (laughs) Unless you think Mary and Joseph are superhuman, they forgot their kid in Jerusalem at one time for three days. Where's Jesus? I don't know. Have you seen him? Are you telling me that for the last three days you haven't known where our son's at? You know, Joseph's like, you know, what does he say, right? These were not super parents. But God entrusted Jesus Christ to them, and he entrusted Jesus Christ to us. And you know what? Scripture says right here in verse 10 into 11, Yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, his own people. And his own people didn't receive him. You see, God entrusted Jesus Christ to this world and they missed it. The religious leaders of the time especially, they rejected him and they crucified him. His brothers didn't follow him until after his death and resurrection and he was not honored in his hometown. This was a man of sorrows who was well acquainted with grief, with the grief that you and I feel, rejection, betrayal. He felt the weight of this world. Here's the other beauty about about Christmas, though, is he did. He came to us. He came to you. You know why he came to you? You know why he came to me? Because he wanted us to have a way to get to God. You see, Scripture says all of us have sinned and fall short of God's glory. We can't get to God. We fall short. Everything that we try to do, we fall short. So there had to be another way. There had to be another plan. There had to be a better way, a perfect way, so that we can get to God. You see, religion says, I need to get to God and do things to get to God. Christianity, God the Father says, now I'm going to come to you. I'm going to bring Jesus to you. Maybe you're like the religious people of Jesus' day. Maybe you've rejected him. Maybe you've said, nah, this, this Jesus thing, what is that all about? Maybe you don't even understand him or care about him at all. But maybe, just like me, first thing in the morning, the lights are starting to turn on for you a little bit. You're starting to see the true life, the true light in your life. You see, when a true light makes an appearance, just like the wise man, when they saw the star in the sky, they paid attention. Maybe it's time for you to start paying attention to Jesus Christ. And that brings us to our third point of the morning. Back in verse 9. The true light, which gives light 
to everyone. You see, the true light is for everyone. It's for you. Just like the sun that rises in the morning, it illuminates on everybody, okay? The criminal gets sunlight, okay? The politician gets sunlight, okay? The used car salesman gets sunlight. The pastor gets sunlight, okay? No matter who we are, where we're from, what we've done, Jesus Christ is for everybody. Christmas is for you. Look with me in verse 12. Here's what we have to do. Here's how we respond to the true light. Verse 12 says this, But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, sons and daughters of the Most High King, princes and princesses of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, co-heirs with Christ, We have an inheritance waiting for us, those of us that have given our lives to Jesus Christ, and it's going to be unbelievable. It's going to be unlike anything you can imagine, times a million. It's going to be incredible. So this Christmas, Jesus, we are reminded once again that Jesus is the true light, and he's for everyone, and he's for you, and he came to this world, and the reason he came was for you. So so that you can acknowledge the sinfulness in the light of his glory. You see, when when the true light shines on our life, we don't look very good, do we? When we acknowledge our sinfulness and that we don't have anything to offer Jesus, then we can simply receive the free gift of salvation and believe on his name and say, Jesus, I believe that what you say is true. So please do in my heart what you promised you would do. And the word promises that we will become children of God with full benefits, full inheritance, full grace, full forgiveness, full joy forever and ever. We become those who were born, verse 13 says, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And anything God brings to life will never die. Never You see, Christmas is all about Jesus. It's all about the true life, the true light coming to this world to its own to you. Once you celebrate Christmas by responding to the true light this morning, I'm going to ask every head to be bowed, every eye to be closed. No one looking around, I wouldn't embarrass you for anything. But maybe, maybe you're seeing the light, the true light in a dull way, and you're starting to wake up for the first time. Maybe you're beginning to think, you know what? These lights I've been putting my trust in, they failed me. I lost my job. I lost my relationship that I, I put so much trust in. I don't, I don't have as much money as I thought I would. Times are tough. I want to challenge you to take a look at the true light of Jesus Christ. And perhaps maybe you're fully awake for the first time and you're finally realizing what Christmas is all about. It's about Jesus. And maybe you've given your life to Jesus Christ, but you've lost sight of the true light because you're focusing on many other earthly lights. I want to challenge you, encourage you to repent of those sins, 
Get your fellowship with Jesus Christ right. Just want to ask briefly, with a show of hands, if Jesus has spoken to you this morning, um, just go ahead and lift your hands, put it right back down. I wouldn't embarrass you for anything. If the Lord's spoken to you and given you new insight, new understanding in what Christmas is all about, praise the Lord, I see those hands. Thank you. Let me pray. Father, thank you so much for the true light of Jesus Christ and of Christmas. And Lord, we admit freely we get so caught up in so many other silly things, buying the perfect present for the person um, that's on our list, maybe buying the obligatory present for the person on our list. And yet we recognize that Jesus Christ was the ultimate present that was given to us from the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So Father, help us to take hold of the true light, to keep our eyes focused on the true light. Thank you for coming for us, and thank you for coming for me. Lord, I pray that that uh, those that you've spoke to this morning would step out in faith, trust you, take another step of faith in their walk with you, that they would be bold and courageous and trust you in Jesus' name. Amen. I just want to say a closing word of benediction in Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 8. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to him, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you this day is born in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those on whom he is pleased. Thank you so much for being here with us. We wish you all a Merry Christmas. Rick, you guys got a song for us to uh, close us today? We're going to sing Joy to the World. Now, next Sunday, we'll be here at 8 o'clock, so I hope to see you all there. Yeah. For unto us a child is born, a son is given, a son is given. Thank you for listening to audio from Emmanuel Baptist Church, located in Billings, Montana. Feel free to make copies of this message to give to others, but please do not charge for those copies or alter the content in any way without permission. For more information about Emmanuel, please visit us online at www.myemmanuel.net.